Or wait, it's yeah. Dick with a C at the end. Oh, no, no, no. Dick, the normal spelling. all the way through. <laughs> yeah, that would be Cobble Ditch. Yeah, Cobble Ditch. Oh, it's, co- it's, it's Cobble Dick is, is what it was. Okay, yeah. I heard that. I heard that wrong the first time, but we've got oh. it. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. It, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have Arthur joining us. Oh, Arthur. man, it's a pleasure to be here. Sir, Thanks sir, for Cobble having Dick. me. Um, are we we are we are recording it's happening i believe i have started recording Correct. i don't even have to ask it's such a beautiful thing i i cannot promise it is going to be in separate tracks so should we should we ensure that it is before we no it's not even shaking his head yeah. he the great thing is if you forget then i can't spend more time on it Great. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's a win all around for everyone. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, never mind. I think it should it's be. It's a win for audio. this coming out before October. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. The harvest episode is always so important. It's, it's a harvest of more than one thing, including New Yorker cartoon podcast episodes. We get to reap that harvest, is what I'm saying. We are the only ones who reap the harvest. We not not Saint Eve will have done the harvesting and like he'll sow it, and then we reap it. That's how that. Yeah, well, a, but I'm not even sure not, we reap it. I'm not sure anyone reaps it. Someone, lots of people reap it. What are you talking about? But I don't think it. I don't think it arrives on any tables. I'll say. <laughs> but that's okay. This was never for. It was never. It's not a table product. It's not. A, it's not a. It's not intended for table delivery. That's fine. Yeah. You know what? Let's just let's just move on and get started. Abandon this line. Taking a real of, hard line on that metaphor, by the way. We abandon. <laughs> let's abandon this metaphor completely. Yeah. Nope, nope. That is only applicable when a table is involved. <laughs> if you can't eat off of it, it's not technically a table. It's not reaping. It's just not reaping. What's the point of reaping if there's no table? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll I'll be asking myself that for a long time. I'm sure. Um, fine, let's go ahead, move forward. Episode 281 of the official New Yorker cartoon podcast. The only podcast on the internet today with a 100% original tagline every episode, except this one. Wow, what does that mean? I don't actually get that at all. It means I didn't, A, I didn't think of an original tagline today, and B, I can reuse that one if I ever forget in the future. Wow, you prepared a secondary tagline. Oh, this is one of the things that the Deej, which is our That's me. Sponsor. Um, sponsor. I sponsor this. <laughs> I, I was not aware of my relationship. It's hosted uh, from your home. That's that's true. I'm here. We're live in Sweatbox Studios where we produce this, basically. Painstakingly. Every time. I'm joined by our hero, who's obviously going to be verbally describing cartoons to you. We're also joined by special guest executive producer, audio engineer, Harrison St. Eve. Thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure. Pleasure. Have you back. I needed to remind myself of our our special guest Domo's name before I started speaking the sentence. It is... Chester Cobbledick. No, Chester Cobblepot's from Arthur. From Arthur. Arthur. Arthur nailed it. Yep, that's me. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> that's that's embarrassing. You know, what happened there is I can confused you with Arthur. No, Chester Cobblepot from Goonies. I think is that what that is? Copperpot. Copperpot. Isn't, it's not isn't Cobblepot. Chester Cobblepot, the penguin. 
Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about the penguin so much, but yes. Totally different episode, you guys. This is Arthur, <laughs> middle initial, don't remember, Cobble Dick. Chester Cobble, Cobble Dick. Like, think of it as a completely Ish. different person. You guys can call me whatever you want. <laughs> that's that's well, what Arthur, you do. sounds right. So that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how it'll go. I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but I was reminded recently that one of our most recent guests was Michael Caine. So, Michael Caine. oh man, we've got yeah, a lot was, to live up to. So no pressure. Yeah, that was he know. called in, he zoom bombed one of our more recent, most recent episodes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I hope something like that uh, happens tonight. A lot. Needless of to are say, bored. a huge surprise. But that's you know that's why you not only tune in but stick it out to the very end. Yeah. No matter how yeah. interminable it may seem, you don't know what to expect. It was cool. Yeah. It was also a little sad. I didn't yeah, it kind of well, felt like you phoned it in. Well, he's just, you know. He's, oh, is that a pun? I can't even tell on... anymore. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> what was he actually like? I don't remember Mike Michael Caine. He's a class act. He's always a class act. He's never not been a class act. I'm just saying there was a point in his career when he didn't have to zoom bomb into a lightly listened to New Yorker cartoon podcast. Desperation drives us to strange at like 6 a.m. his time. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, you don't you don't know where he is right now, but I agree. We're softly listened to. I think that's fair. (laughs) Shout out to whoever is uh, wherever Michael Caine may be right now. Hopefully with none of the moms and sisters who were the other people who listened to this podcast. It's Michael King moms and sisters. Uh, which week are we looking at? What week do we exist in in the universe? For There's which a lot of really great stuff in here. It's August 24th, 2020. Oh, yeah. What yeah, episode right. is this? 281, according to my highly verifiable calculations. Yeah. Which I believe is time. <laughs> time, time, time. It's counting. Your yeah. calculation is, is adding one. <laughs> yeah, it's just numbers, right? It's a little advanced. It's a little advanced. I don't like to get the methodology too much. I've said this before, people. and I may never say it again, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff in here that I laughed not uproariously about, but like I had a lot of laughing about. And uh, I'm excited to share it with you guys, but I've also potentially dog-eared too many pages. I've been laughing more at the New Yorker cartoons in the last like couple months than ever, ever, ever before. For sure. I have not looked this week, but they've stepped it up. The bar is way lower for, you know, what brings a laugh these days. We Mm -hmm. need to laugh. I think it's more that. I think you're sequestered to your own domicile for six months straight. Yeah. Start start to get the giggles. <laughs> I mean, I suppose the bar that we all apply to ourselves these days of if we're just kind of merely surviving and holding steady that we're doing pretty good should apply to them also. I don't know. Can I get a ruling on that? To the cartoonists? I think yeah, this, now more than ever, we're relying on them. For now our, more than ever. Yeah. So great. Even better. Static television. And they're um, still coming up with brilliant satire of people on deserted islands and... <laughs> Yeah, I mean... And, and animals that thinks they's people. They didn't decide to reinvent wheels. You know, like, we've already got wheels. Let's just make wheels better. Or yeah, make a, like, a really joke. good caveman wheel joke. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there are any therapists or cavemen 
cave persons in this uh, particular issue. Um, well, the then I'll week? be leaving. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> well, maybe I'll, that, that one's just confusing, but it's not funny. I'm going to start with something that I find just very... I hope you do, don't mind if I just jump right in. This time it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank goodness. Just Normally like, um, we like to have kind of a lengthy preamble before you do it, but yeah. I, you know, if you want to just jump right in, that's okay. It's a special yeah, accelerated I mean, episode. I feel like for people who are commuting. They want you to move too fast. Yeah. yeah. Commuting right now, A. And B, um, yeah, they don't want to get there. Before. I'm not sure it's worth starting with one that's just straight on confusing because there are so many good ones. Um, but I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, Talk us through your, your thinking there. It's the first one that isn't a bad one that I've seen. It's on page 30, which means it's relatively early in the episode issue of the magazine. But there's you so much good to come. You magazines as episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is just fodder for, for humor. Right. It's just like you're reading a script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's like reading. No, it's not really like reading a skip, script, skip, script. It's not like that because you don't get to just skip things in the beginning. There's nothing like this. There's nothing like this that anyone except for me has any real experience with, which is trying to lead everyone on a journey that no one wants to be on. Which We're is ready really to start anytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Lars has brought us a cartoon where there is a. Um, Two people and three animals sitting by the side of a river. Um, this is on page 30 for those of us following along at home. Uh, right. There's so much going on here that I'm not going to go. And there's so much to come in this episode's last issue that I'm not going to go into it. But Lars has done a really, really great job. So there's a lot of First of all, it's all pen and ink and there's a lot of wash going on and there's good use of white space in some areas, but I'll start from the background. There are mountains in the background, conifer coniferous trees, a relatively wide and rushing river with some rocks in it, maybe some, it looks like a tiny person, but I think it's also probably a rock or a stick or some sort of part of a tree out in the river. Um, the river, I don't know, I'm just guessing based on if you think the coniferous tree across the river is like 40 to 50 feet tall, I would say the river is 150 feet. So it's a, it's a wide river. It's a scary river. It's moving too fast. Quite the river. It's a great river. Uh, the mountain in the distance is snow-capped. Um, okay. That was the easy part. Um, Directly adjacent to the river, there is a covered wagon in the, you know, you know what a covered wagon is. It's basically a rectangular wagon with hoops, like three hoops over it, to which like some sort of white canvas has been affixed. It's got staves on the inside, um, like a barrel. We've all played Oregon Trail, we know. Yeah, there's an Oregon Trail vibe happening here. There's a couple of side-eyed oxen or bulls, horned creatures. Um, and they're side-eyed, meaning they're sort of like, you know, they're looking to the side. Um, they look nonplussed. They're yoked to this covered wagon. Um, there's a horse in the very middle of the frame. It takes up a lot of the frame. Uh, it's a 
straight up brown horse. It's got black hair. It's got eyes. It appears to be talking. Uh, it is. Want to be clear? Is this is this cartoon in color, or is this one of these you're making black and white brown horse? Did I call yeah. him brown? Yeah, you did. Wow. <laughs> no, like he's very definitely, decisively, he's it's definitely a brown. Definitely brown. Um, well, okay. I mean, we can talk about this. Uh, no, it's definitely not in color. Um, I don't think a horse could be gray and look like this. And there's no other horse color that I know between brown and black. It's brown and black. That's all, that's all horses are. Just white right? horses? Yeah, but they wouldn't appear brown in, in, a, in black and yeah, white literature. You went back to brown. <laughs> Nothing appears brown. This looks brown. I can't call it gray. <laughs> no horse is this kind of gray. So a silver steed is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah Black Beauty. A... Wait, Black Beauty wasn't black? Black Beauty was no, black? I... No, Black Beauty was black. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm thinking of this shaded in horse as more expansively colored, but you go, go ahead, please. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's, yeah, I've been boxing in this horse from the get-go. Um, Real excited to hear Arthur's uh, verification of this is the brown horse is the is the horse brown can't wait to find out what i like about this brown horse with probably black hair could be dark brown um you just so naturally called it brown like it it (laughs) makes it seem to me like you look at the page and it's brown like your eyes see it as brown and that's fascinating to me i want to make you see it and i know that is the point of the podcast but i want I think you spent too much time looking at New Yorker cartoons and you start to see things. No, I think like there's a gray horse. Oh, do they not? I feel like gray horses don't exist on the full (laughs) spectrum. I don't know how to describe (laughs) it. On the what? What don't they exist? I was going to say on the full spectrum of black to white, there is not every type of horse that is solid one color. Well, I mean, that's probably true because there's most likely an infinite number of grays between white and black. So you're probably... I know there's not infinite horses. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) That's a very good point. Assume infinite horses. Assuming infinite horses. And infinite time (laughs) for some reason. You might as well (laughs) if you're doing infinite horses. Um, Okay, well, I'm just going to go on and just say this is a medium gray horse that has... I wasn't trying to pretty defeat weak, you. <laughs> no, pretty weak looking legs. I think that Arthur is going to agree this is a brown horse. And I just don't, I don't want to push that issue right now. But um, yeah, it's got very weak legs and kind of weak lips. Um, the horse has been slightly humanized in a way that I think is partially offensive to horses. But the horse is talking. It's not wearing a saddle. The saddle is sitting... 15 feet away from the horse, closer to the river. The horse is talking to a, oh, a stocking-footed man wearing suspenders and pants and some sort of um, round-topped farmer's hat, like maybe, like an Amish hat maybe, but a round top, it doesn't matter. He's got a beard and the beard does the thing where it, there's no mustache. And the great thing you have to, you know, decide, I suppose, when growing a beard without a mustache is how far does the beard go up? This beard just becomes a goatee and then goes back to a chin strap. He's wearing a Henley or something. I don't know if Henley only means shirts that have two buttons on the top 
and then stop after two buttons as if that's enough to get your bearded head through. I and no collar, today. right? No collar, yeah. Right. I think Henley's going to have a simple collar, but this is not a, there's it no collar like here whatsoever. classic, um, you know, long underwear. Yeah, but he's wearing, oh, I didn't really say this. Uh, he's wearing slightly darker pants that are held up with suspenders. So long underwear, it could be a long underwear shirt than having. Yeah, I'm gonna call long underwear breeches. shirt, you put your pants with your suspenders on and then you put your over shirt over top yeah. of that. It's cold on the Oregon Trail. Yeah. So he's leaning against a log. He's smoking a pipe with his left hand. He's got his right arm, the elbow over the log. He's sitting with one knee up, his left knee up, his right knee down. I don't know how to describe this way of sitting. It looks comfortable. Um, He's sitting on the ground, sort of leaning up against the log. His right foot is tucked underneath his left knee. He's a comfortable man. He's He's very thick of head. His head goes straight down to neck. His proportions aren't accurate. He's sitting in front of what I will call a bundle of reeds. Um, by bundle, I don't mean they've been harvested and bundled. These are just reeds in situ, directly by a river. Uh, there's a six rock fire in front of him with a teepee arrangement of fire logs and uh, wood. Wood, yeah, yeah, fire logs. I said logs. Uh, but you know they're they're uh, <clears throat> sticking up. Uh, I think the horse is talking to him. He's looking side eyed at the horse. But there is a third character in this frame that I don't think is relevant, but might be because I don't understand the joke at all. Um, in the lower right hand corner of the frame, opposite the man to the left of the horse, horse left is a woman with uh, not shoulder length hair, but like just below earlobe length hair. Um, She's looking sort of side-eyed at the horse as it talks. The horse appears to be talking to the man. Uh, She's got a, she's knitting. She is knitting needles. She appears to be making a rectangular fabric. Uh, She's wearing a white dress. I don't really, really, I don't really know what you call this. It's a white dress over a shirt with like a sort of, it's a button, button up shirt with a tight collar, but like a dress that goes over a shirt. I guess it's dress. There you go. Um, she's wearing multi-clothes and she's sitting on a stool. So she's not on a log. She's got a ball of yarn next to her right foot. And uh, the horse is talking to the man. And this would be a great time, Arthur, for you to open up to page 30. So is she part of this party? The part she, is, she appears to be part of this party. So it's a party of two, and then you've got the, the three animals, the two oxen and the young gray horse. You've done a great job following along. It's, you know, it's, it's important for me personally, so I assume, therefore, it must be important to our listeners. <laughs> I would think so. You might as well assume that. Yeah. So typically this works, Arthur is, uh, or Mr. Cobblepot, is if there are any other questions from our guest friends here that they want to ask, they're going to keep asking it. But at a certain point, apathy will wear in and we'll just ask you to read it. We're just that's about there. My, that's how you would describe how this works. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just did. Um. 
Well, it sounds like apathy reigns. Uh, <laughs> but it's it a very resolved. confusing cartoon, and I don't understand it. And the horse is also brown, but we can talk about that after you read, if you'd like. Or whenever, okay. honestly. Are we ready for the, the caption? Yes, please. All right. So, Jacob, some of us have been talking, and um, what if we don't ford the river? So there's Oregon uh, Trail here. Emphasis line thing. on the word don't, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's just, so, yeah, it's not, it's not hilarious. It's not, well, it's not funny, but <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, do you? So yeah. do horses oh, yeah. die more than people when things are fording rivers? Well, yeah, they have to go, they have to walk on the bottom of the river to get across. Yeah. They're going to be up in the like wagon kind of potentially along a great expense the to their well-being. Yeah. Yeah. The horse everyone the dies. Risk. If, if the horse dies, everyone's dying here. They're getting swept. This is a it appears to be a rushing a really fast moving low draft river. Honestly, in Oregon Trail, this is the one you try to you try to ford this river. Look, I'm just trying to also, tell you what the joke is. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of a flavor of like everybody knows better than the guy leading the expedition. You know what I mean? That's the yeah, that's the vibe I'm getting. Oh, I wasn't um, getting that. If the if the river is portrayed in such a way that fording looks like a real bad idea, I just have a healthy respect of rivers as well. Like this is this has been great, but let's get to what we've all been waiting for, which is, is the horse brown? Right. So, I mean, when I did open to it, I was like, all right, that's a brown horse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had also just this week had a conversation with someone who was um, lamenting when the New Yorker switched over to even having color in it, which I guess was, you know, more than 10 years ago. I don't know when that was. And so it was kind of fresh in my mind that there could perhaps be color in some of these. So when Shelston was like, a brown It does horse. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does like, happen. Oh, this is one of those. <laughs> if they went out of their way to make this horse brown, that would be a real, <laughs> it would fuck with you pretty badly. And the rest yeah. of the cartoon was black yeah. and white. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. most yeah. of the time there's just like red and it's like some important red or it's like a star that's bursting. Totally. You know? It would For be instance, very intentional. The joke would be about the brownness of the horse somehow. This For next sure. cartoon definitely has one color. In a very specific instance, it didn't need it. So wait, before we very move excited. on, I, I do have an Oregon Trail question. It, oh, okay. One is for the river. Keep, you keep your eating. So basically, you just, you just keep going through the river, and, and hopefully you're fine. Number two was, um, I forget what they called it, but it's, it's like floating, right? Yeah, it's like you basically float the river, right? Yeah. You put it, you fashion everything into a raft and then float somehow. Um, I'm not clear what happens with the animals in that scenario. In the float scenario? Do the, do the oxen also float? They must. It seems improbable. To they me. Might yeah, just- I'm trying to remember, but I can't. I spent hours playing that game. I sort of, I'm also mixing it up with Little House on the Prairie books, which I read one million of. (laughs) My recollection. Sometimes like some brave guy would lead them across like in a very dangerous way and everyone else would float across, but I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, there weren't a whole lot of like brave male angels in Oregon Trail that I remember. Yeah, option three in Oregon Trail. has come to save me. 
the the third option in Oregon Trail, which was only sporadically available, was to hire a, a, a Native American to help you across. But it was never specified what actually he did. What? Like, really? really? That's a real thing? It was, like, it was like, and that was always the best option because it would guarantee your, your safe passage. But it was never clear exactly how he did it. Like, did he find a weak spot in the river somehow? That he knew the he knew he just the, knew he just knew the way. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I don't but think I that don't, sounds right. I don't think I ever made it past Missouri, honestly. But well, that's like where the game starts. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I made it close to Oregon. Did anyone actually make it to Oregon? Maybe that's not where the trail led. There was a lot I didn't understand. This particular it, game. it was like, a trap. It turned out <laughs> the whole thing was a trap. <laughs> the thing the thing I remember about Oregon Trail was that it definitely did not have detailed enough graphics to show you how the ox was floating. So right. that that's, might just remain a mystery. That's what I'm getting at. That my knowledge of this of this time in our history was is is video game based, computer game based. That's kind of what I'm getting at. I don't know yeah, how Yeah, details are sketchy. Details are sketchy. Yeah. Not only like the visual details, but I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff that was left out. The game also taught me one very important lesson at a very young age, which is so much bear meat you can carry. Bankers succeed. Yeah. Yeah, Bankers succeed. Finance guys. (laughs) Carpenters, not so much. Farmers, not so much. I feel like I started as a baker a fair amount. Yeah, it's good because then you can buy things. Turns out that's important. Baker. Yeah. That seems. <laughs> I don't. Baker I don't remember the details of this enough, but that seems like a really not useful skill when you're on the road. It just like, seems like on, oh, this guy knows how to eat delicious bread. The only guys, difference is that you just start off with tons more money. Presumably, we, you robbed your own bank or something. I keep on calling myself Baker. You're using the word banker. Banker. And I feel like that's another way that yeah, some of us well, get Baker left is the one that on. seems useless. <laughs> <laughs> because Baker is constantly having to find an oven. Yeah, yeah. And like grow wheat for like several years before you can make a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to find Things a tough. mill. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Not a lot of baking uh, side mini games within the, the larger <laughs> trail game. Right. Like you can Sub-plots. go or you can go off and you know build a laborious oven and then stoke it for several <laughs> days. Where are you guys going? <laughs> I'm almost done building my oven. <laughs> it's a it's a much longer game if you choose the yeah, yeah. stop and build ovens. Right, and then the period ends, and you, you have to. <laughs> yeah, that's what to I was gonna say. Then you class. gotta go to English yeah. class or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's I feel like why I never got out of. I think I got out of Missouri, but I don't think I got to anything approaching a mountain ever. Not that they would have told me. I didn't really know what was happening. Why? Because you ran out of time? I think it was because I ran out of time in between classes, but also I had no idea what was going on until I was 14 or 15 years old. Like everything prior to that date is just very confusing. (laughs) It's that way for many of us. (laughs) I hope so. It was definitely that way for me. Uh, Would you guys like to talk about... uh, to Ryan's comic on page 35. I Inappropriate color. I'm saying Sue Rin, Sue Ryan. Am I allowed to tell you the letters that spell this out? Typically when I can't understand the name of an artist, it's because I can't actually discern the letters. Here I know that it's S-U-E-R-Y-N-N. 
And I think that's Sue Rin. But I, I've never seen R-Y-N-N in the last name. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying I don't understand. I believe you I, that it's real. It could be someone's full last name, Surin. Either way, <clears throat> we find two people sitting at a desk. Uh, this is all black and white ink work. There's no wash. There's no tone. Just black and white, except for the one color, which I'm obviously going to describe at the very, very end. Um, foreground to the left, sitting behind the desk, so the person whose knees are in a position to be underneath the desk with two drawers to the left of the desk. It's roughly a five foot by three foot desk. This person is sitting in a uncomfortable looking L-shaped chair, some sort of extruded plastic that's bent. Uh, Sue Ren is written directly underneath of the bottom of this chair. I cannot tell how this chair is supporting itself on the floor because that is what Sue Rin has chosen to show us is the bottom of the chair. Um, I'm looking over the shoulder of this person. Gosh, I don't know what they're wearing. Um, it might be a one piece, it might be like a, what do you call it, like a mini skirt dress? It's not a mini dress, but like a dress that only goes to above the knee when they're sitting, that might just be a dress. Um, Sounds like it. <clears throat> there appear to be cuffs on the sleeve and the collar of this dress. I know nothing else about it. Uh, except to say that, no, I don't know how to describe it. I won't do it. Um, no, I'll do it. <clears throat> all of the leftmost lines. All right, twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> all, of the less, all of the leftmost drawings in this, or lines in this drawing. I believe it is a way to show shadow without having to show a gradient are just much thicker than all of the other lines. So on the right hand side of this chair, it's just a line, simple black line. On the left hand side, it's a line of approximately five or six times the thickness. A similar thing is happening with the left arm of this dress we're wearing here. And also with the left side of the hair on the head of this person, which is not drawn in any way, except that it's kind of like a hair helmet going to about mid-neck. Um, tiny dots for an eye. Profile face, little black lips. It's a strange uh, illustration technique. Um, the underside of the desk is, of course, cloaked in darkness. The left side of the desk, much as everything that is on the left side of this drawing, is cloaked in an additional full field of black. Um, on the top of the desk is a stack of documents. I'll say three pages have been drawn, but I'm gonna say it's going to be at least 15 pages, maybe 30. But like, you know, a stack of drawings, but we couldn't expect Sue Rin to draw all of the individual sheets of paper. Right. So we're just saying two or three. But there's uh, enough clues in there to tell you that it's clearly a multiple of 15. I would, yeah, could be 45 is right. the other thing. Yeah. yeah. I get um, it. It's a thick stack of papers. Uh, we're looking at the top page, which is how things tend to work this way when they're stacked. Um, there appears to be some number of, the, the things on the top left, which aren't just the, is it salutations? What's the hello stuff? 
Do you remember when you learned how to write letters in school and there were names for all the parts oh, of the yeah. letter that you've what's, since forgotten? What's the hello stuff? Yeah, what's the hello stuff? Like <laughs> first you have you to say it, their name. calling it hello stuff. You've got to say their name first and their address, and then once they read the hat, they're allowed to look at the hello person, comma, space. Yeah, I think it's the salutation. I think you're salutation. right. Salutation. Is it salutation? Okay. Yeah. Salutatory and it's worth when it talks at the beginning of exercises at the end. If four out of four. The valediction is probably agree, at the it's end. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, do you not also start every email you write with salutations? <laughs> salutations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first well, I put my mailing address. <laughs> right. <laughs> address. Which and then more, that's I a good idea. More important than ever, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start so, doing that. <laughs> in these times, I think it's important yeah. to first establish who. Wait, you're not supposed to put. Like if I'm writing a letter, say to Arthur, I wouldn't write my name and address first and then say, hello, salutations, Arthur, comma, space. I feel like at some point that was sort of in, like the instruction, but I'm, that seems insane. Wouldn't I put It would Arthur's be kind of like a return address. Yeah. And yeah. Then... I think it's Arthur's that would. That would be... I remember both okay. being up there. Yeah, I'm remembering both, but that seems like fully bonkers, but who knows? Fully bonkers. <laughs> So let's first establish who you are and who I am, or both yeah. of us live, then let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> then salutations. For everyone <laughs> watching. Then pleasantries. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then on page two, we get down to the, yeah, yeah, to um, the light, uh, to a light preamble. Huh. Okay. Well, yeah. Gently easing to the main body. That appears to be happening here. The main body. Um, yeah. Then, then there appears to be a, whatever it's called when it's justified to both sides, kind of paragraphy thing, and then some sort of Whoa. bit on the bottom. There's a person on the other side of the table as well, uh, also suffering from the same, all the lines on the left are six times the length, and this is what we use to indicate shadow. This person is bald. They have two, they have a tiny kind of circular ear and two little lines on top of the ear commas, semicircles, which are indicating some sort of type of hair above the ear on the side. Uh, there's, no, <laughs> there's no visual adornment on whatever they're wearing. It's just a shirt or a sweater of some sort. It has no collar, has no cuffs. I can only see the top half of their torso. They're sitting down at the table. Um, their left arm is down on the table flat like palm down, I suppose is the way to say that. Their right arm is <clears throat> up slightly over the document holding a, um, uh, well, it's the thing that's colored in this drawing that has a color to it. What? <clears throat> first, first I'll tell you about this person's eyes, which is that their eyes don't look like the eyes of the person in the foreground, which is just a tiny dot. These eyes are a tiny dot inside a, um, like a half circle. It's not a half circle, uh, like a half oval or like in, mm, a, a, mm, like a hoop. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this particular shape because it doesn't have a kind of formal geometrical name. You're struggling with the eye shape, it seems like. Uh, yeah. Well, it's like... Imagine an oval where you cut off the bottom one third of an oval. Here mm -hmm. we are. Uh, and the oval is the stroke around the outside of the oval, not the fill. 
And then to the right, the pupil has been sort of anchored to the bottom right-hand side of whatever this shape is. So it's a strange way to draw an eye, but it's a type of eye that I recognize in cartoon humans. In, and which implies what? I don't know. I don't know what it implies. I don't think it implies anything here, but maybe oh. it implies everything. Um, so I'll get back to the... Well, can you spend <laughs> five, ten more minutes on it then? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a little kind of like ski slope nose, which I believe is sometimes how they're referred to. Um, they have... Everyone in this cartoon has four fingers on their hands, and I think that's one of the most wonderful things about cartoons of all time. Is that this an accepted thing in cartoon world? I think that... so. It's just like that fifth finger looks ridiculous in cartoons, but looks normal in real life. And that's basically the difference between the two. Yeah, don't like the Simpsons all have four fingers or something? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, except for God. In the episode <laughs> where God is there, he has five fingers. <laughs> so you do. So nice. You were a total homer for uh, <laughs> a nice oh, touch. Nice. <laughs> um, so uh, this person with the whatever half egg eyes is holding a, I'm going to say a one inch thick, six inches long sort of drawing implement that is purple. Um, it is sharp on the front. It has two lines and it has something that probably approaches an eraser on the back. And uh, that's on page 35. So Arthur, if you want to. So you're, you're purposely not telling us what the implement is because. Of because reasons. that's the joke. I don't think, honestly, without reading, I could have told you what it was. Oh, okay. And I want to maintain the fiction that I'm as pure as you are going into these things. I feel like which is long is. I'm bad with, you know, for having been on 281 episodes, I'm bad with dimensions, but that's kind of long, right? For a drawing implement. Yeah. I mean, and also to hold it as if you were holding, uh, what do you hold that's about this size? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I can only think of penises and I don't think that is at play here. It could be some sort of like. No visible genitalia. No, there are no visible genitalia in any anything I've read to you thus far. Yeah, so I think it's purple. It's got a pointy, pointy front part. And an eraser back part? There's a line towards the end that it's definitely not an eraser based on what I think I know about I what's see. gonna happen next, but it's, uh, it's ridiculous, basically. Well, I can't wait, I can't wait yes. to hear. Arthur, please, as you would. Okay. Harold, I'm really going to need you to sign the divorce papers in blue or black ink. So you have to read you it. You guys get it? Yeah, you couldn't really because the, the person on the other side with the tiny wisps of hair holding the, it's called a crayon, a crayon, um, a crown, depending on where you hail uh, from. A crayon. <clears throat> yeah. He's holding... A giant novelty crayon for some reason. I've never seen a six-inch crayon. Have you ever seen a six-inch crayon? <laughs> it would actually kind of terrify me to see a six-inch purple crayon. I know. Um, Although the idea of a, like a 20-pack of <laughs> six-inch crayons is amazing. 
back to school. I'm, I'm so excited that you say crayon in the same way that I do because I really hate it when people say crayon. I say crayon. crayon. Oh. Yeah. Most normal humans, I feel like. Really? Where yeah. I grew up, half, not half, just, most people say crown. Crown. Oh, really? Crown? <laughs> That's a different word. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I agree. It, mean, it no, means something different. Yeah. <laughs> I say crayon as if the word is C-R-A-N. Yeah. And then a pa- depending on who I'm with. Understandable. That's understandable. A regional it, difference. Like, crayon. And I'll just do that to like make people feel more comfortable. Crown was really tough for me growing up. So this, this person is a otherwise just kind of normal looking adult man, basically. Harold. You mean Harold? Yeah, excuse yeah. me, Harold. Um, and yet he's got a crayon. Crown. Crown. He, he I has feel a like crown. the having them signing divorce papers added like a dark element to this. That definitely, did, definitely. It, it wasn't necessary for the crown. Could be a could be a bank document. Could be a yeah. Fucking. Could be refinancing his house. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's the story of Harold and the Purple Crayon? That's I know what I was like. trying to remember. Wow, I just got that part. Of the yeah, because he's like a baby man. <laughs> he's a is he a baby man? Because this is a full grown man who looks like a baby signing he's his baby man papers with a purple to me crayon. In this. What, what, what am Wait, I not so getting is, here? So this is Harold from Harold and the Purple Crayon has grown yes. up and is getting divorced. That's even darker. Why did they make yeah. Harold and the Purple Crayon get divorced? I know it's a bummer. What's this whole thing? Deed, you so, might not be familiar with the so Obviously, story. I'm totally familiar. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to look out for any listeners who may not have recall of what Harold and the Purple Crayon okay. might well, be. Well, as, as someone who has read Harold and the Purple Crayon approximately 850 times in the past year, <laughs> I will tell you I see. that making him sign divorce papers is unnecessarily mean. <laughs> unnecessarily mean. Yes. So it, like it was not necessary for for the joke. So this person just decided to make Harold have a miserable life. Oh, okay. It's not like he's someone who deserved to get a bore, divorced eventually because he I don't know anything about Harold or his purple crayon except yeah, that he has an incredible imagination. And his crayon like he, takes him places with his draws, or something. He draws nine different types of pie. <laughs> Oh, at man. one point in the story. What's <laughs> a pie? So the things he draws So the things he draws takes him there. He draws a very hungry I'm gonna get this wrong. I'm pretty sure it's a very hungry moose and a very deserving squirrel. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> what is it? Deserving. What does the squirrel deserve? That word I'm sure of. I don't remember what with the I thought you've read this 900 times. Is porcupine. That nice? My producer reminded me it's porcupine. Is, is Harold from the olden days? Yes. Yeah, this is not a contemporaneous cartoon. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just making sure. Um, deserving goose or whatever. Deserving, yeah. por- a deserving porcupine. Sure, yeah. let's hear the porcupine. First of all, what did the porcupine do. Do, do to deserve this? He clearly saved someone's life. He may be, you know... Obviously. He was just like, did somebody a solid? Okay, he did someone a solid. Brown horse. Yeah, <laughs> it was a classic brown horse. <laughs> <clears throat> well, right, okay, right. so. Uh, other than the divorce papers part, now that I realize it's Harold and the Purple Crown, I'm in on this, this cartoon. Yeah, thank you for saying crown, by the way. What do you mean other than, like, isn't that the joke? Isn't that the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, that's or the I guess whole joke. Yeah. No, the joke is that 
Harold grew up, but still tries to write in his purple crayon. He's still going around with his crayon. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been scaling up over time. He's having yeah. professional crayons made for him to suit his adult form, which is right. the saddest well, part keep, of this. It's way sadder than the divorce. The same, uh, he's trying to keep the same relative scale to when he was a small child and the crayon was very large to him. That's clearly the saddest part of this, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> because you add all of that and then he found someone in this crazy world that he loved and now they're getting divorced. It didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. damn. It happens, you know? Shit's heavy, yeah. Oh, and you know what the saddest still got his is he still, he still wanted to sign it with his purple crayon. Like he yeah. shouldn't have used any other implement. And the lawyer is reminding him like, no, you have to use blue or black ink. But that's the lawyer or that's his wife, you think? I'm a guessing. I am a guessing. I'm a guessing. The, the lawyer. <laughs> um, I am also a guessing it's the lawyer. I'm not feeling any sexual It's a me, your lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, Harold looks gross, but. Well, so that brought us down further than I expected. But mostly because I didn't understand about Harold and his purple crayon and his access to joy, which is which is tough stuff for some of us. Um, do you guys want a? I don't remember what it's called. Is it a buzzer round when there's no words? Yep. This do is it. where Arthur. This is where everyone plays. Okay. And what you have to do is guess what the joke is because there's no words in this particular cartoon. So I won't tell you what page it is, but for those of you okay. following along at home, it's 60. Um, you didn't hear that, Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes are right here. <laughs> you see if we... Yeah. Uh, gosh. Um, okay, it's by Jay Noyan. They've done a really fanciful thing where the, they've written their name in cursive, and the last letter, the N in Noyan, is kind of looping up and becoming what I believe is seagrass. Grass at the bottom of the ocean or the, the bottom of some sort of body of water. Could be anywhere. Could be anywhere. Could be fresh water, could be salt water. No one needs to know. Um, there's a couple little twigs and other things poking up around. Maybe two things that look like kind of hands of coral. Hands. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe them. They're like thick trunks of coral that have little kind of knobby fingers. Are you still on the name, or is this part of the actual? The name has become <laughs> these illustrations, which now tell us that we, all of us, the viewers and the people at home, are at the bottom of a body of water. Got it. Um, I know this because there are tiny like circles interspersed throughout the frame here, which are uh, I Air take bubbles. to be bubbles. Yes. And just like, you know, you know, coral when you see it. Um, there's some other rocks, some other coral, some other kind of ocean seagrass kind of things happening here and there. But it's a sparse, it's a sparse comic. It's mostly pen and ink. There's a large sort of like kidney shaped field of gray in the, it's not kidney shaped, but that's good enough for, for you guys. Um, what? Because I don't have a better word for it. I don't have a better word. It's not a kidney. It's kind of, yeah, it doesn't matter. They're, they've given us kind of a swoopy field of gray, not brown, which leads me to believe that we are underwater. 
there are a succession of things in the foreground in this gray kidney, as it were. Um, one, two, three, four, five things. <clears throat> I'll start from the left. On the far left, and they get progressively bigger as we go to the right, I should say, towards Jane Noyan's name. Uh, on the far left, there is a very tiny fish, so tiny that I, I cannot see if it has a mouth. It is just the kind of perfect fish form where it has like the fins in the back, the pointy face bit in the front, and a tiny eye. Like a goldfish cracker. Like a goldfish cracker, but sort of distended. Like a... The only thing I like a distended a, goldfish cracker. <laughs> or if you like pulled a goldfish cracker, or if you somehow combined it with like an olive leaf. So, so it sounds like we're getting, and, and this isn't buzzing in. This is oh yeah, no one's even talked about how you buzz in yet, but yeah. So yeah, how do you buzz ahead. in? You just say, hey yo, and then you say it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's, very, it's very official. Um, but it sounds like we're about to get like the, some play on the progressively bigger fish eating the progressively smaller fish. That could be something, something that's happening. Like that. But something's different. Yes. Something about it is different. To the direct right of this distended elongated, elongated goldfish, we have a <clears throat> whose mouth is about the same height as the thing it's about to devour another fish, which has, I mean, it looks the same, but I can see eyes on this one and a sort of, I'm going to call it a pectoral fin and uh, some other fins as well. Basically all the fins you can imagine, this fin, this fish has got all uh -huh. the sides. Yeah. That's a lot of fins. Yeah. Keep imagining. Um, directly to the right of this fish, there are a series of six circles which are held together and they're sort of like they look like onion rings or something like that they're held together with tiny tabs like like soda can thing like the plastic ah, ring yes. oh, yeah, so, uh -oh. okay so that happened so that's um, item number three that's item number three that's slightly bigger than the fish that is item number two item number four of five is a uh rectangular pouch uh, that has multiple lines on the left-hand side of this rectangular pouch. That's a Ziploc bag. Can I just say that? Can I just say that? You can, you can get that in post. And um, <laughs> please beep that up. <laughs> and then to the right of this, we find our final creature, which is bigger still, which is also sort of a large white object like the Ziploc bag that has two sort of um, circular bits coming out the sides and a smiley face on the right. Hey, Circular bits coming off the side and a yeah, face like sort of the handles. Right. They're like handles. Uh huh. Oh, like a uh, have a good day bag. Yeah, like a shopping bag. So does anyone a heyo? What's happening here? Or you can just say it back to me, and we can assume that's a heyo. So you have like, it's clearly a play on the like. Little fish gets eaten by the bigger fish, eaten by the bigger fish, eaten by the bigger fish. But instead, 
the <laughs> the six pack trash. trash is is killing, I guess, the bigger fish. It's killing the bigger fish, which is then eating the tinier fish. Right. And then the Ziploc bag is somehow killing the that's the part I don't get. Yeah, the Ziploc is attempting to eat the six pack. Mm-hmm. Is that obvious? Is that evident from looking at it? Like, is it? I- no, I yeah, can is see it like no- mouth shaped. Yeah. So the thing about the the six pack is that the six pack has no evil intention whatsoever. Um, but it's but the, the other one ones that- have mouth maws mouths like yeah. But the, the six pack one is the one that bag. historically. Well, no, I guess it kills. Birds more yeah, than yeah. I thought it like strangled right. ducks more than fish. <laughs> Strangling ducks, <laughs> but so is the it's joke like pollution? <laughs> yeah, the the whole joke here is oh no, plastic is the, the joke is that the ocean is is so polluted that the trash has become part of the ecosystem, the, the, food chain, the circle the, of the, life, the predator. Chain. Yeah. But it also sort of implies that the larger plastic bags are eating the slightly smaller plastic yeah, bags. Yeah, that's the part I don't, I don't believe get. is true. No. Well. Yeah, not how it works. I mean. Unfortunately. <laughs> if I could see if it was like. Yeah, it'd be a lot cooler if it did. <laughs> it'd be a lot cooler. <laughs> like theoretically, you could put, you know, you could put the six pack rings in a garbage bag. And then that garbage bag might go in a bigger garbage bag. But that's not what they did. Nobody puts a rings of of you know the soda rings in a ziploc i think you cut them i didn't think it was for birds for some reason in my mind it's to like free the dolphins dolphins or something yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah. especially susceptible to fear well they get their little beaks stuck in them then they yeah it's not because we care about them more it's just because they were more susceptible and yeah they had they were born with stupid beaks right and someone designed the perfect Weapon against them. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. So they didn't so have to it... make make soda cans that diameter. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing the whole time. Make it could nice. have been really squat things that you. Yeah, I, who decided I, that? Like an eight inch round, but like one inch tall. Can. Yeah, just a yeah. petri dish style <laughs> to enjoy. Somebody, somebody standardized crack open that some cold ago. ones. <laughs> I feel like this buzzer round was one where we all sort of solved it together, but there wasn't a real joke. But it, there, there wasn't, wasn't a real, solution. like... Uh... Yeah, usually there's got to be a joke for someone to get the joke. Yeah. We're all just making observations here. I should have said, hey, yo, first, but really... That's not your the role. The joke was pollution, I think. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. And, and it's hilarious. Just... Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Keeps being <Hello>. sad. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, great. So well done, everybody. I think we all won. Do you want to go straight to another? It's not really a buzzer round, but it's one of the ones that doesn't have a caption. It's where the words are inside. Is that a joke this time? I. This is the first one I saw when I was like, "This is a good issue." All right, yes. yeah, let's do it. I was just about to ask if we've done any of the ones you described as being good. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> No, because this is the only one I really like. I feel like, well, the other thing that happened here... <laughs> it was full of us. ones that you liked. <laughs> yeah. this, this bait and switch happens every single episode. I didn't want to do this, but the caption contest this week, like people wrote in some real bangers. <laughs> and uh, 
Miss Hero and I really got into them today. It was our first happy moment reading the New Yorker cartoons. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know what? That's why you persevere because <laughs> it gets better. Blunt it's force comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Blunt force comedy is an amazing idea. <laughs> Brute force comedy. Brute force, yeah. Blunt force comedy. Is <laughs> no, blunt force. It, not it what you get away from trauma, which is yeah. great. <laughs> I think you want blunt force comedy, is what you yeah. want. Brute force comedy. Anyone can have that. Blunt think... force is like it actually hurts a bit. Yeah, I feel like I've experienced blunt force comedy. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. this. I think this podcast oh, yeah, is a variation of blunt force comedy. <laughs> we're, we're experiencing it today. <laughs> We've um, talked in the previous episodes about brute force knowledge without fully es- establishing what brute force knowledge really is. Well, because there's only one way to figure out what it is. <laughs> is what to is use brute, brute force knowledge. By, say, by saying everything until yeah. you find the right thing, I guess. That exactly. Oh, yeah. But blunt oh, force knowledge like would monkeys. blunt force knowledge would just be insisting on this one thing until you acquiesce. Yeah. yeah, it's bludgeoning someone with the same right. words over with, and over again. With my assertions. They admit that it's funny. Not like they laugh, but they admit that it's funny. Right. Okay, they you're right. right. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Deej. Fine. Yes, yes. You're right. Let's move it's on. been funny the whole time. Page 74. I'm still here. Oh, I'm going to get okay. a beverage. Sorry. Carry on. Carry on. That's fair. Um, wow. I might use the same opportunity myself four months don't do this to me so much don't do this so much less why is he doing this why is he okay well you can cut this part yeah but now i have to cut this part you do have to cut this i'm going dark too sorry why are did i ruin everything for the uh post-production biz you allowed our hero to ruin everything i don't think you ruined anything um you gave him a form of permission that I've never had before. Gotcha. That he's never had before. <laughs> oh, but uh, the, which he ran with. What is oh Saint Eve? What, where did Saint Eve go? Is that a form of permission to like? I think it's a form of protesting your decision. If I'm fair, and we can live. With that. We'll, we'll live as we'll live with it as long as it takes. Is everyone ready? That's how long it took. <laughs> you just took a quick nap. <laughs> Just a micro nap to get you back and fresh. That's smart. Amy Huang has brought us on page 74 a cartoon. Um, I knew an Amy Huang in college. I hope it's her. Me too. It is. I think there's no reason to think it isn't. There isn't. Um, you know, I really wanted to describe this one, but I even knew when I started that it was going to be impossible. There are so many things to describe here, but they're all the same thing. I'm going to say there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 25. There are 32 almost <laughs> identical things in this drawing, or this particular drawing. <laughs> had a clear cadence going, and then you skipped like 11. <laughs> yeah. Did I really? <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone's got like I a beautiful mind, but for counting. Yeah. <laughs> I could just speed right past. Once I get to twenty, man. No Once he gets him. going, man, you can't stop him. <laughs> yeah. There's also a horizon line. 
Um, there's a small building. There's 32, I think, of these things in the foreground. Two poles, lots of tiny flags going back to the building in the background on the horizon, nothing else. There are five objects that are not like the 32 other objects in this field of objects that is by this building. Gosh, this is tough. Um, let's start with the building in the background on the horizon, a simple line. By the way, this is a pen and ink drawing. There is some tone. It's all black and white. Uh, there is a sign on this building in the background that Arthur will read eventually. But the sign goes all the way almost across this simple one-story structure sitting in a featureless wasteland. Um, I'm going to guess that it's a gabled or shed roof, but we're looking at it from the side, so it's impossible to tell. So we're seeing a low eave, maybe 10 to 15 feet, two windows on either side of two double doors, and the sign directly above that. The sign, of course, is where the joke will eventually reveal itself. Can't wait. Um, from the sides of this building, uh, there are, there's like a line drawn to two poles from either side of this building. Two lines have been drawn to like two poles that are closer to us as the viewer in the foreground. Along the line that is drawn from these poles, like a flagpole, but let's say, I don't know, 10 feet tall. Scale is going to be very difficult in this one, but these are small triangular flags. I want to call them pennies, but I feel like pennies are only, I don't, I don't know what a penny is. I've never known what that word meant. Would it be a pennant? Pennant. That's what pennant. I want to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, what is a penny? Is a penny a fake jersey you put on for some sort of nothing? Nothing. It's not That's a word it's I'm not word. familiar with. Not sure it's a thing. I think in my <laughs> world, when I went to gym class, I occasionally had to put on a mesh-colored faux jersey, which was oh, referred yeah, to as yeah. a penny. Maybe that's a thing when you were on the other team. Yeah, you could you could blunt force us with that one if you want to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just well, like blunt like force, but I'll go with it. Yeah, well, once I had a penny, thank you. Um, <laughs> but no pennies in this image. No penance, penance, like a penance. Um, and they have been a variety of gray colors. These tiny triangles going back to this building with the sign on it in the background. Um, so just to be clear, these are gray. Yes, everything's. Did I? What did I call them? You called them gray. Oh, good, good, good. good. You're not, see, you're not seeing them as a color. This you're time. improving. You're not getting better at this. I don't know if you're improving or. Yeah. Well, I think that other horse was brown. Psyche. No, I can definitely. I feel like I can prove the horse thing to you at a later date. But I just don't think horses come in every shade of gray. And I think when they're that particular tone, we don't uh, have to go brown back horse. to it now. That's a brown horse. It's obvious. You know it when you see it. Fireball. Um, right. Okay, but just um, to be clear, lots of people fly gray flags. That's like a very common thing. The gray flag. <laughs> <laughs> this is a variety of different gray flags. And the thing is, I couldn't tell you. So what this is, is it goes 
dark gray, light gray, lighter gray, dark gray, light gray, lighter gray, dark gray. Brown. And like that could be <laughs> that could be a variety of blues, it could be a variety of reds. These assholes would be doing a variety of yellows. You know, like it could be anything. Is this the thing that there's 32 of? Oh no, 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 no. I haven't even gotten the 32 things yet. The 32 things are also in a variety of different grays. Um, but those, because I have a gift, I will tell you right now are just varieties of different grays. The flags could be any color. Pennants, let's call them. They're flags. I'm not sure the difference. Uh, the triangles. But the 32 We're things, not here. Yeah. The 32. Just have an argument with yourself. 30, and in fact, I'm going to go ahead and say it's 36 things because there are four more of the things inside the building that I can see through the picture windows on either side of the double doors. Um, all these things are spirals. Uh, that's it. And all these things are spirals. The 32 things are spirals. They look like kind of ram's horns. They're all facing the same direction, which I think is a strange condition. Um, so they're like little tornadoes? Is that what I'm taking away from this? I would prefer you said little ram's horns, but- Little, um, little ram's horns, okay. <laughs> see, that's exactly right. That's what it looks like. That's... 32 little ram's horns on Presumably on the ground. And then the thing, the one, two, three, four, five different sort of creatures which are wending their way through this field of four, seven, nine, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, that basic number of ram's horns going backwards, um, but thick ram's horns of different colors. There's uh, like sort of vaguely thumb shaped objects, which would two little sort of proboscis coming out from the top of the thumb shaped and they end in a terminal point. Um, do you have any additional questions? <laughs> 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 because otherwise we can go straight so, to just, just these, the one the really. Yeah. Are these just abstract shapes occupying space outside of a building? They appear, they, they, so there's they two, things? they're things. There's two grouped on the left in between three of the spiral objects, and there's like three other, oh, I think it's there, there are six of them, not five. Um, and then there's like three other sort of like random one off little double pronged thumb creatures. Double pronged thumb creatures. With the spirals, the spirals yeah. are, are things or just shapes? They're things. They appear to have volume. Um, mm -hmm. They look like sort of chambered nautilus shells. Mm -hmm. Like snails. Help you? <laughs> the, si the sign is going to make it clear what these things are, one presumes. And you're just building up the suspense for that reveal. Yeah, a lot of people. That's what's happening. A lot of people rely on me. For not, not to give yes. away our winning formula here, but that, I think that's... That seems like what's about to happen. Blunt force about yeah. it. Are these going to be hermit crabs? <laughs> blunt force the trauma. Are these going to be hermit crabs picking their shells? Oh, blunt force drama. 
that's the joke we should have been making the whole time. <laughs> Sorry, what were See? you saying? But you know how we got there, right? Yeah. Brute force. <laughs> <laughs> 281 episodes before we got there. That is, that's yeah. how you do that. That feels really good. Um, you would ask a question, though, and I interrupted you, and I'm so sorry about that. No. Great. Uh, Arthur, I believe it's time to read, read us more about page 74, which has three, right. wor- three words. So the only words are on the sign on this building that our hero has described. Pre-owned shells. It is a hermit crab joke. I think they're slugs. And I think what they're obscuring here is that slugs do not become snails when they find a home. That is Why the wouldn't they be snails? Because snails are slugs with houses. In this worldview. I mean they could be <laughs> snails, I suppose. Are you are you positing that slugs and snails are the same thing and the only difference? <laughs> I believe that's what is just whether or not they're in shell. their shell. Whoa. Yeah, it's a constant did, suspicion of did I Did I learn something or am I being I don't think you learned that. anything. I, don't I think, think you I were led anything. into one of my strange prejudices about the <laughs> yeah. world. So the two prongs are their little Yeah, proboscis. Proboscis. Got it. Okay. Do we have time for a very fast lightning round? I'm pretty yeah. sure it's lightning round time. <laughs> I said very fast <laughs> yeah. to contrast with other lightning rounds that we've done. Which... Lightning rounds can move at their own pace. I'm going to find a good one. That one's going to be too hard to describe, but I feel like I could. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm finding uh, you a backing track. <laughs> I want to get to the point where our hero oh, can this hear the backing so track in his head this one before makes it has no to start I actually need a lot of help with this one. We're at a large corporate office desk. We're not positioned to offer, to offer that. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a featureless environment. I, I think it's corporate office, but there's no windows. There's no wall. There's only a bookshelf next to an enormous desk. Um, and when I say it, let's talk about the bookshelf first. The bookshelf is, it looks like a legal bookshelf sort of thing where lots of evenly spaced, spaced, spaced thick books, like oh, let's say two to three inches thick. Only a few are on their sides. A couple are tilted. It's a legal library. Um, and it's, you know, there's like a sort of counter height and then it starts. And this is behind the desk of a Presumably important man, just given the fact that his desk is 10 feet by 15 feet wide and four feet tall. It's a very thick desk. He's got a very tall chair. He's a small man with sides, not sides, it's, it's a side part. He's got glasses. He looks like Richard Nixon. He's wearing a black suit and a white tie. Maybe it's a gray tie. Um, he's got a laptop on his desk what appears to be maybe a phone and two to three sheaves of paper. He's talking in a sad way. By sad, talking in a sad way, I mean his eyes are down. He looks despondent. His mouth is just a gaping circle. Um, there is a man to the right of this table, desk. The distinction between tables and desks has bothered me for a long time, but this is a lightning round, so I'm not... <laughs> Um, there's a man standing to the right of the desk talking to the man 
or rather being talked to by the man at the large desk. And underneath the large desk, there is a monster of some sort. Two hands come out from either side, and then a a top jaw, but not necessarily a bottom jaw. I would say it's an alligator dog. I think it's an alligator dog, just based on the quality of its nose. Not a real kind of dog. But based on the size of its snoot, and then also... All the teeth make me think that it's an alligator, not a dog. <laughs> the man at the desk is talking, and this is what he says. It's if on he gets page all the way through the song, and... then, okay. And something bad no happens. One, no one thinks it's good. Oh, okay. Well, yes. So I could go into a bit more detail about the desk, which is not a table, but it is a desk. It is... <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid volume. It's an important thing to say about the desk, which is that it's not, it has no. <laughs> it's not very good radio. <laughs> It's bad. Oh, it's it's a very solid desk. That's all that matters. It's yeah. they've tried to make it a does that even matter? Your volume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on page forty nine, the caption Ooh. by our friend Gotham. It doesn't matter. But did you guys actually understand anything I said about this cartoon before we go? Yeah, there, we there's can't a, read it yet. An alligator, definitely not a dog. <laughs> but right. it's got a dog nose. Hmm. And Richard it's a dog, it's a dog to alligator. someone. Yeah, and there's like a small sort of bookish man sitting at a desk. He looks businessy and old and sad, talking to another sort of middle-aged sad man in a suit sitting. And not even sitting, standing 10 to 15 feet in front of this voluminous desk with a monster underneath it. Yes, now we're ready, I think. It wouldn't do for you to approach this desk. Why? What does this mean? Why? Is this, a, is this drawing on some sort of trope that none of us have ever experienced? It wouldn't do for you to approach to this desk. Is it a real alligator? What's, what's wrong with what do you mean, is it a real alligator? I don't know. <laughs> is it just you doing one of your things? No, I mean, it's like, it's a strange beast. It's a, it's a beast. Yeah. Is the beast the joke? <laughs> joke is, is that he made his desk intimidating with a monster. Yeah. It's already an intimidating desk. It's very broad. And okay, then but to you, put some you sort of cross admit, between an alligator and a dog with widespread paws. Very wide. And then I kind of am like, is this guy being held hostage by this thing a little bit? Or is it just his... Oh, that's actually a very good Protective... Point. It just seems like bad vibes on the other side of the desk. I don't know. Yeah. It's bad vibes on both sides. You know what this is? Bad vibes on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> bad um, vibes on both sides. It's, Speaking it of bad vibes on like both sides. Our <laughs> capitalist overlords are asking for a bit of a hand-me-out right there. A hand-me-out. Hand-me-down? Hand-out. 
Hand me that. Hand me that. <laughs> it's a hand me out down. Everyone's out there looking for a hand me out. Hand me that. <laughs> Can you hand me that? Thanks so much. <laughs> I think our, I think we've been blunt forced. <laughs> we've done brute blunt forced enough to go ahead and call it quits. Two hundred eighty one to give up while any of our brain cells are still actively functioning. Uh, Thank you to our special guest, Domo, Arthur C. AC. Um, it's a real a, treat to join you guys. A real treat to have it's, you. It's fun for everybody. It's definitely fun for everybody. Thank you so much. I'm going to be thinking about all the lessons from tonight for quite some time. Yeah. No, I learned At least a lot. until next week. So yeah, yeah. Please let us know if you come up with anything. Because <laughs> I feel dumber. <laughs> A lot of us got lessons. <laughs> I like to and think we've all learned something today. Yeah. I just can't remember what that was. I like to think that too. Well, let's let's make sure to walk away now before I guess I did learn any something. of that changes. I, I learned about hand me that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So really I mean I guess it's a handout. It's just a handout. No, a hand me that is different from a handout. <laughs> I don't know how yet though. But I also agree. So hand, hand me that down out. I have no further questions. <laughs> All right, everyone. Until next time. Good night. Good day. Good night. Good night. Good, night. Good, day. Good day. Goodbye. Take care. Good week. Goodbye. <laughs>